Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dario from the Time Flies Podcast. I wanted to let you guys know, whenever I'm not recording, editing, or uploading a podcast, I'm listening to different types of podcasts. Headphone is a podcast app with different types of genres for podcasts. They have everything from romance to horror to comedy podcasts. And now, if you use my coupon code TIMEFLIES10, you guys get 10% off their subscription price. I'm currently listening to Dracula Reborn where Dracula is trying to raise a vampire army and conquer the world. Here's a clip from the podcast for you guys. Uh, Mr. DaCosta, I appreciate your invitation for dinner. Yet, I notice there's no food. Oh, my dear boy. It appears there's been a misunderstanding. You aren't here for dinner. <laughs> you are dinner. <laughs> Remember to use my coupon code TIMEFLIES10 and check out the headphone app. But since we're here, we're going to celebrate hip-hop's 50th. We're going to give back to the culture that's given so much to us. So basically, I just want to kind of pick your brain about hip-hop in general. I want to know, the first question I want to ask you, I want to ask you, how were you introduced to hip-hop? In our generation, I can't say our generation because there's a lot of people our age who didn't necessarily grow up to, you know, a variety of music. I happen to be born into a household, and I think I've spoke about this before, where you get everything from classic rock to Marvin Gaye to Bob Marley. And, you know, within that ecosystem is also hip-hop, the Yo! TV raps ever. So my parents weren't shy to, you know, acknowledge the G-Funk era, the Snoop, the Dr. Dre. Like, it was always around me. My favorite, like, before I was buying my own albums, my mother was going through, I don't know if you remember BMG, where you get, like, one dollar for ten albums type mm. of thing. So before I was even conscious of it, there's albums like you know the Lauren Hill album in my house. Mm. When I because my mother would pick it up, so it's always in the background. My mother even had the Hard Knock Life album by Jay before I was a Jay fan. I was like seven years old, but because she liked Can I Get Her from the Rush Hour soundtrack. So it's hard to <laughs> say where my moment is. In terms of hip hop, because I remember, you know, listening to the Batman Forever soundtrack and Method Man is on there. I remember the Godzilla soundtrack and Puff is on there. And these are big, <laughs> these are my shit. Like, yeah, even, yeah. and you know, as a kid, I would be remiss not to mention the Big Willie style album by Will Smith as a kid. Like, and that's very much, you know, cookie cutter, bubblegum right. rap, but. It's it introduces you to that sound. And Nas was doing a lot of writing on that album. But <laughs> right. I would say, you know, it it's hard for me to pinpoint the time. I think the the moment that always comes to mind was this is random as shit. Love it. I'll never forget hearing Coolio Gangsta's Paradise for the first time. Mm. It was a, in the summer of I want to say 95 
it was the first summer I was out here, and I'm on my lawn, and I remember hearing it, just hearing that hook, the Stevie Wonder, keep spinning. And I was like, what is this? And, you know, that was a time before downloading, before all this shit. Yeah. So I heard that song, and when I tell you, I didn't hear it again for years, but it always stuck out to me. And it, and it wasn't until years later that I realized what that song was. But that was my introduction as far as hip hop and loving hip hop was mm. I hearing Coolio Gangsta's Paradise, and from then on it kind of just went. Then you remember, as a kid, you remember Mace, you remember, like I said, even a Will Smith. You remember Puff, you can't go, you know, like, you remember Jay, like, these are people that were so culturally relevant that even someone like myself as a kid, my mother was buying the CDs, the Baduism, even though it's not hip-hop, but these albums all kind of came to me. Mm-hmm. But I would say if I had to say, oh, that's a moment, I would have to say that summer in 1995 when I heard Gangsta's Paradise. Mm. So Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio is probably the the, quinti- moment. the the moment and the hip hop song that you could say hooked you. Yeah. If anything. Yeah, big time. Okay, okay. So my equivalent to that would probably be, you know, um Big Pun featuring Joe. I'm still that not a player. One, that shit was on MTV every fucking moment, bro. Whenever yep. TRL was not on, was not on TV, that video that was, was still playing, one bro. That I remember too. Because that around that time, it was MTV was still playing music videos, and that song was just repeating over and over and oh, over. Yeah. So I think if I had to pick one song that might have hooked me in, it might be that one. But as far as the That's way, a good point. The, as far as the way I was introduced into hip hop, it's actually interesting. So Diego and I were introduced to hip hop from our cousins. Our cousins were actually, we would go to our cousin's house in Queens, and every Saturday, we he'd have, he'd have a bunch of his friends over, and we'd have like a family shindig, and we'd play Super Nintendo, watching movies, watching TV shows, and at that time, the box was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So he would be playing music videos on his in his room and his TV, and Diego and I, we were just kind of like soaking in everything, and... He would be telling us, he was like, yo, this is one of my favorite songs. And then that's how Diego and I were introduced to hip hop. And then when we came back home, and obviously we we picked that up. We we tried to like catch up with what everybody was already listening to. Um, so that's how that's how I was introduced to hip hop. Mad random, but what's the first album that you bought with your own money? My yo, the album I'm gonna give you right now, you'll never fucking guess. But what about you? You give me first. I got to think. I, don't I got you. I got know. you. Yo, the first album I bought with my own money, and you couldn't tell me shit, bro. I had this album on fucking repeat. Was fucking, <laughs> was fucking Loon. <laughs> Loon, no, bro. But that, was a, that was a time, though. Uh, Loon, I think it was like 2003. We were like just going into, I think, seventh grade. And uh, Mace, was, uh, Mace was doing his preacher shit. Yeah. And Diddy was being a fucking, was being Diddy and was like, I need to replace Mace. So he got Loon. And dude, that album had, I just thought that like, I bought that album with my own money. So I kind of felt like mature. And I was like, it was Bad Boy. Yeah. I knew by that time, I knew Bad Boy's history with Biggie, right? And Craig Mack and all that yeah. stuff. So I just felt like I was doing the right thing right. by buying that album. And then I just remember the whole summer, bro. I was just playing it. He had a he had a joint with Khalees. Yeah. I, remember I think it's that. how you how you want that. Yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah. how you want that. Yeah. How do I still remember that, bro? Damn. That, that was my first album that I bought with my own money, dog. Shout out Loon. 
You know what the thing is? I think by the time that I even had a little chump change to even buy money, you know, illegally downloading and ripping music was already a thing. <laughs> Bootlegs were already a thing. So the first, I can't recall what album I actually spent my own money on first. I can tell you that the first album that I sought out independently was Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. And it was 50. And I 50, remember huh? getting a bootleg of that album. I never had I never had that actual album until 10 years after it actually came out because mm-hmm. I always had the bootleg. But I'd say that's probably the closest thing because I can't recall the first album that I went to the store like, here's my $10. Because I was ripping music. Mm. I, was, I was not supporting the culture. <laughs> No, I we, love the culture. We were all doing that at one point, so we're bootlegging shit. Shout so. out Napster. <laughs> Napster, LimeWire, LimeWire. Lime I always say LimeWire gave my computer AIDS. In facts. Between that music and Eighth Street Latinas, <laughs> the best. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now, since we've been in the hip hop, since we've been listening to hip hop for fucking ever, and this is the fifty fiftieth year, we're celebrating hip hop. I know. I I know. I'm gonna ask you for. Three of your favorite artists, three of your favorite artists, or you can go like three of the of the artists that impacted you the most, but kind of go within that realm. I know one of them. Yeah. Nas. And we're talking yeah. hip hop specific. Hip hop right? specific. Yeah. Nas obviously is one. Nas is obvious, and I mean, I like I said because you know the people who've listened to or gonna listen to this episode have listened to our prior episodes. I don't think I need to do much talking about. Yeah, my appreciation for Nas. I think everyone is kind of already aware. Um, but right behind him is Az. Az, <laughs> that's someone like when I think because there there's different stages. To You're it. the only one, yo. Bro. Since I've known you, since yeah, the day bro. I met you, bro. Even repping, yo, Az, send this guy a fucking check, bro. bro. If that, you come across no, this, that's, bro, send this guy a check. Az is just one of those, you know kind of gems those diamonds in the rough because there there's just certain artists like we're talking about our introduction our our introductory period is different from the period that we fell in love with hip-hop facts there is a difference there is a difference and you know and if we're talking about the artists who made me fall in love with hip-hop Nas AZ and I have to give that to Pac as well Mm, Pac Pac was really the guy who I said, oh, no, nah, this is my type of music. There was a certain, you know, Pac was a good rapper, but he he didn't have the complexity of other rappers, which kind of worked to his benefit because it made right. him easier to connect with as a kid, as someone who just kind of heard his music. Good production, a lot of good melody in his music, like such passion and, and raw emotion in it. That's what grabbed me. Mm. And then... So that's what made me kind of say, this is, this is my shit. Just or Pac, the, uh, me against, specifically the All Eyes on Me album, when it came to Pac. I never knew it's that. It's just something about that album that really changed something for me. But then the guys who took it past that, where it's like, oh, no, these are guys that the way they dress, their whole style, I appreciated. Then you get Nas and you get AZ. They both rap their ass off. From a visual standpoint, the way they dress, everything about them was just, I had an appreciation for. So, I would have to say, when I think of the guys who really made me 
fall in love fall in love with hip hop that's the better question it's yeah. gotta be those three it's gotta be Nas AZ and, and Pac and it's a it's kinda random but it's really though it's those three Yo, Pac, I never knew that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as the three artists that made me fall in love with hip-hop, uh, Ye is one of them. No question, Ye. Sure. Cuddy, no question. Cuddy, no fucking question. That's and, interesting. And Cuddy's my favorite artist. Cuddy's, Cuddy's my favorite hip-hop artist. Ye is right behind him, but Cuddy's my favorite hip-hop artist. And the third artist that made me fall in love with hip-hop, you know what's so interesting is because like when we were old enough to understand what was going on in hip hop, it was the worst time in hip hop. Yes, I it was say like the same thing. It was like the Lil John snap scene, yeah. uh, snap music kind of that, era. That era, and then that era led into the ringtone era. It was like those two, bro. Bro, you're you're preaching to the fucking. Now you're talking, because <laughs> that that's the reason why I through our high school years. I didn't connect with the same music a lot of our peers did because I was listening back in time because this shit was trash. It was so bad at the that time, That snap bro. music was fucking terrible. The ringtone rap might have been even worse. And then Shout luckily... Soldier. Luckily, <laughs> shortly after came 09, and we had a good good run through our 20s. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's Yay Cuddy. Cuddy's number one. And that third is like a fucking toss-up with so many different people. So what you... Can I ask? Hit me. So Cuddy... So by the time Cuddy came out, you hadn't already fallen in love with hip-hop? Or is it kind of one of those things, like I said, Pac was where I fell in love, but then Nas and AZ kind of furthered it. Would you say that you fell in love at Ye? And then... Yeah. Cuddy came along and it furthered that for you? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely fair to say. But the interesting point is that Ye came out and then Cuddy came out not too far after. No, it wasn't. Like maybe like a couple years after. If So if, it was like really kind of like back to back. You feel me? Well, Ye really broke, obviously, with College Dropout, and we, which I, was 03. 03. We were in seventh grade and I remember vividly every fucking morning putting that song in my CD player. We didn't have iPods. The iPhones were not invented yet. You still had to walk around with a fucking Walkman with a CD player. Yeah. I remember putting it in my CD player, walking to school every morning, college dropout, every morning, never let me down, the fucking um, Jesus oh, yeah. walks, every fucking morning, over and over. So that was kind of like, yeah, that was like, oh, Kanye West, and it was so different from what was going on at the time that I was like, oh, a breath of fresh air. We didn't get the whole fucking, 03 was the whole 50 Cent era. Yeah. The whole 4XL shirts, bulletproof vest yeah, wearing yeah. it, going to the mall and shit. A lot of that music in that era. So that's what I'm saying. So it, well. Kanye was a breath of fresh air, and I and I gravitated towards that. And that was my introduction. I started liking Ye. I started loving Ye. But then Cuddy was the one that came out not too not too far after. Because Cuddy, cause when Cuddy came out, Cuddy started talking about different shit. Ye, Ye came out and it was a different sound from the 50 sound, but Ye was still talking about getting Cuddy women. Still, yeah. Ye was still talking about money, clothes, right? Cut, yeah. Kanye introduced that vulnerability and Cuddy took it to Cuddy the next level. Cuddy took it to the next level by talking about suicidal thoughts, by talking about mental health, shit that nobody was talking about at the time. And I gravitated towards that because nobody was talking about it. And I was like, I was growing up having thoughts of like, what is life like? What is life about? You know, like how like life is fucking hard and we're just in school and I'm having these thoughts and I'm hearing somebody else express it in the music about how they're not happy with life, how they're trying to sh they're struggling through life. And they need help. You know, you should have listened to Joe Budden. 
I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that too. was really honestly because when you said that, that's and I love Joe. I love Joe Budden too. He's honestly. I remember one of you those would dudes, always tell me in high school that new music was, was fun, it, but yeah. he he was my introduction to that level of vulnerability in hip hop, and I think that all of the guys from the Drake generation that had that. Quote a piece of that from Joe. Joe's not gonna get the credit because he's an asshole. But no, no, no but yeah, no. I, I really, remember he was that dude. He was really that guy who was. I remember the conversations we had in high school. Yeah. We had in high school. You were telling me about yeah. new mood music and how it was totally different from his like the commercial Broken work. Wings freestyle. I remember him saying uh, something about ain't shit you could do to me. I ain't already thought about doing it myself. He was talking about suicide. No six. Right. Right. That was street rapper. Ever. You looking. Right. You look crazy to them, but right. yeah, I want to know who your third one is, though. My th- honestly, man, it's fucking hard, bro. Pause. Yay, Cuddy, third person that made me fall in love with hip hop. Fall in love with hip hop. Just pushed it forward, like even rejuvenated your love for hip hop when you may have been falling out and getting bored of it. I'm just thinking about the moments of like buying albums and look anticipating an album coming out, and it's the same fucking people. It's Yay, it's Cuddy. And then honestly, my mind goes right to the fucking Drake class. That, but that's fair. Drake years. But then within those Drake years and Drake's class, who's that one person that I could be like? That's what I'm saying. It's a mixture, bro. It's a mixture between Dot, Cole, Sean. I feel like there's something that strongly pulls you to Sean for some reason. Because he was on. He was underrated. He was an underdog. Maybe that's it. I think the first rapper of that generation, but there's that someone I feel like I'm I missing. loved was Sorry. was Cole. Cole out the gate, I was like, this is the guy for me. I think it was the warm up mixtape that did the warm up. But yeah, I, I love yeah, Sean. I guess the third is to be continued. For the you. third is to be continued, or if it's like you know, like a three headed monster between the Drake class or four headed monster, whatever. Um. All right, now the next question I want to ask. Just a couple more questions before we wrap it up because this has been a very long episode. Um, your three favorite albums. Oof. Shit. Hip-hop? Strictly free- hip-hop, baby. We're celebrating hip-hop's 50th. You heard? I'm freestyling. And I can't... Damn. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I should have given you a no, warning. No, no, no. <laughs> Text no, earlier today. Right. <laughs> I, uh... I, think one of, I think one of them we're sharing. Illmatic. Or I, I could be completely wrong. No, I can't. Like, cause Illmatic, I think is uh, like a cemented hip hop classic. When I think of my three okay, favorite, that's they that's kind fair. of that's deviate fair. from that's that. Fair. That's fair. I can fair. tell you that the first album that comes to mind for me is The Infamous by Mob Deep. Their second album. Um. Damn, bro. Uh, shit. Freestyling here. Let's see. I'm going to say, okay, so we're going to go Mob Deep, The Infamous. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Big Pun, Capital Punishment. And I'm going to go mm. DMX, It's Dark and Hell's Hot. Ooh. With an honorable mention of Nori's first solo album. Oh, wow. We're talking, that's the golden era right there. That's 98. That's 98, Pun, yeah. X and Nori all dropped in 98. And then the Mob uh, Infamous was 95. But I'm going to say, just once again, I'm... and. Full transparency, I'm going to kick myself yeah. later because I know... be an album, yeah. because yeah, I didn't I didn't really think it through. No, again, I'll take that L because I, c- I could have prepared you a little no, better. It's, no, but. I like it. It's, it's better this way. Freestyle, though, first come to mind, Infamous Capital Punishment, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. 
Oof. Honorable mention uh, N.O.R.E. album. That's a fuck. That's a Mount Rushmore, dog. The yeah. Mount Rushmore of fucking hip hop albums. Three favorite albums of mine: hip hop, my um, Illmatic, like I mentioned, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Respect. Can't <sighs> argue with that. That fucking moment right there, bro. The Good Fridays leading it. Yeah, Stop. no. Stop. And we had a whole pot on that. You Facts. should check that out too. And um, I'm going with my man Cuddy, yo. But the thing is, with Cuddy. What album? Though? That's the thing. I could go Man on the Moon Part 1, which is fucking... That was a fucking earthquake in hip-hop. I could go Man on the Moon 2. But one of my favorite Cuddy albums that's underrated and that doesn't get enough love, for me, I, it's In the Cud. In the Cud, that's when Cuddy went into his Dr. Dre mode and he produced all the songs on the album. Right. And that shit was crazy. But I, if I had to pick one Cuddy album, I'm going In the Cud. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going In the Cud. In the Cud is my favorite Cuddy album. So I'm going Indica. So I got my, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Illmatic, and Indica. <laughs> that, red, that fucking range is insane, Yeah, but bro. that's cool, though. I mean, <laughs> That's fucking and insane, what was, which Which Cuddy album had the Kendrick Lamar feature, Come Come Now, who won That's Indica. That's Solo Dolo Part 2. Bro, that record? That's one of his most hated, hated records, actually. I fucking love that. Yeah? The drums on that shit? The percussion, and then I love the way uh, Dot flowed over it, too. That I, I fucked with that. Yeah, that album, Cuddy had Rocky. He had RZA. He had K-Dot. He had Haim. He had King Chip, obviously. He had, like, people that was just, like, the last song. The last song, he has fucking Michael Bolton on it, bro. Respect. And it's, like, a 10-minute song. It's fucking insane. Respect. And he, he, the way he blends it together. All right, man. So, hip-hop, we love you. Salute. Happy always. 50th. Yes, like Mike said, always. We're going to continue loving you. And until until we see you for another 50th, when we celebrate your 100th, right? We're, we're yeah. going to be around for it. We're we will children, be around for we're it. We're the children of, like, the hip-hop generation. Facts. Like, you know, our parents... Children of the rock and roll, the hip hop is well, more so your parents. My yeah, parents, yeah, right. They, yeah. My parents growing up in Ozone Park, Queens, it was the my parents grew up in Mexico, and right? So it's a different, right? Yeah, 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 different vibe, but yeah, it was that's the define whether you love hip hop, you hate it. If you were born in our time, there's no arguing that hip hop was the music of our generation. I think it's changing now because that's just where we're at, but. Hip hop is the music so, of our yo, there's like um, there's like five questions that popped in my head like right now, but just gotta cut it. Yeah, man, we've been at it two hours, so we're gonna we're gonna cut this right now. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Before we sign off, we want to remind you to hit the links in the description for social media, for the Shia LaBeouf shirts, for Reddit, everything you want to find. The link will be in the description. Mike, my guy, I want to yes. thank you so much, bro, for coming through. Always. Are you gonna plug your OnlyFans? My OnlyFans? No, I don't have OnlyFans. <laughs> Maybe that might be in the... That's going to be on the docket. But, uh, Mike, again, I want to say thank you for giving me your time and no. energy. And um, this is not going to be the last time we see you no. or hear of you. And uh, we'll check you guys out on the next episode of the Time Flies Podcast. Peace, 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 peace.